Hello world and welcome to Rock Phoenix Live Season 5. Can you believe we've been doing this for five years? Alright, this is time for our another edition of New Year, New You, New Wave. Right here on Rock Phoenix Live. Time. 
Phoenix Live. It's been a while. It's been a uh, whole year, as a matter of fact. <laughs> it's been a while because we were all sick. That's right. Can you believe we're on season five of Rock Phoenix Live? No, I was really surprised when you said that. I, I don't know what year I came in. Maybe year two, because you and Liam did a did a whole bunch all by your twosome. So. Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear me now. There you go. I was just talking away going, I don't know if I'm being recorded or not. No, I can hear you. Talk loud enough. Any speaker will pick me up. That's right. Exactly. 
Yeah, it's been a long time. I can't believe we've been doing this for five years. Um, again, we started with really basic, basic uh, mixers and just an idea. And it, from there, it was like, you know, we wanted to promote promote it. Promote rock music because at the time, five years ago, there was so much pop everywhere. There was rap everywhere. There was like the Grammys, the any award ceremony had just an insane amount of rap and pop, and it was like rock music was like on the bottom. And now, five years later, looking back on it, it's like wow, I can't believe the things that we're doing, and I can't believe that the bands that are coming out and doing what they're doing. Like five years ago, who would ever thought that Pantera would go on tour and finally, you know, come out of the woodwork and, and do a reunion? I mean, we lost uh, Phil Anselmo, or no, we, we lost uh, Daryl Dimebag and his brother, and it was like we had no idea. So it's just really awesome to see what rock music can do. And uh, where we're going. But over the times, we've also tweaked it. Like this one is New Wave. Uh, I would love to take credit for that Jen influence right there. Um, but we've also done some other ones. Like we remember we did that Rockin' Through the Decades. Yep. And we, like I did 19, or oh, we started earlier than that. Like even 1950s. Because I remember thinking like, holy crap, I don't really know any 1950s songs. And then I would pick out 50s, 60s, 70s, and you would do 80s, 90s, 2000s, whatever, because that's what we were a little bit more comfortable with. And we did those. And then we did another one where I did like 80 and you did 90. We did like a, a decade one or 81, 91, 82, 92, that kind of idea. That was sort of fun. And then we have, we've mixed in not only new wave, but didn't we do... Um, like when you have Liam on, you guys sometimes get into his, what is that called? His his music. It's not. Uh, He's kind of into the more the, um, what do you call it? The modern day what kids listen to, right, exactly. you know? It's not really pop, but it kind of is. And it's not like a, a hip hop kind of thing, but there's lots of swear words in his songs. I know that, right? He likes his, uh, he likes his, his style of music, which is kind of like this uh, dance. Rock yeah, kind of music. that's it. This thing is related. But then you also went through a phase quite a few years ago when I first met you. It was the radio station in the small town that we were at that influenced it, right? I am energy. Right. And we listened to tons of dance music, and it was just fun. Yeah. Totally fun. Rock Phoenix Live does not, does not denounce... Dance music, <laughs> hip hop, rap, or pop. Oh wait, maybe I mean, a little I played, bit of rap. I played Taylor Swift at our uh, Halloween yeah. show, like the Haunted song. Yeah. Um, we've played uh, "Sweet What a Psycho" by uh, Ava Max. Yep. We've played tons of uh, pop artists on our show. I I've mean, also- doing our Swedish music, we did Ace of Base. Yep. I've also done, um, I've chosen quite a few like more punk ska kind of songs because that's what I like. I like alternative a lot. And you're just the rock guy. But I mean, that's good because rock is massive. It's stable. It very, it really right from the beginning of rock to current day rock, it really hasn't changed much. It has certain criteria. You can take influences from other, and if you're smart and you want to be popular, you probably want to get with the times, but you still stick with rock music. Right. Well, I'll tell you what. Some of the new, some of the old hard rockers, like, um, you know, Kiss, uh, some of the 80s bands, 
some of like Slay- members of Slayer, uh, other hard rock artists or Def heavy Leopard. metal. Or, Def um, Leppard is still going, and they sound very much the same. Well, some of these guys have gone on, and they've talked about some of the new rock or the new metal that's coming out. Corn, um, and they've said that the sound of the new, like I call it screamo, and we did a podcast called Screaming for Bass. If you check it out, um, they said that that sound, everything sounds the same. Nothing's diverse anymore. Like if you listen to Kiss and you listen to Def Leppard, you can totally tell the differences. Like we and we've talked about this on other podcasts as well. Is like if you listen to Ozzy Osbourne, as soon as you hear him sing, you know it's Ozzy. As soon as you hear uh, Bruce Dickinson from Iron Maiden yeah. sing, you know it's Iron Maiden. Yeah. Uh, Scorpions, same thing. Like bands have a sound. Well, if they've kept their lead singer. <laughs> That's mostly it, because the lead singer That's my biggest pet is, peeve, you know that. is truly the lead. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can change guitars and you can change drummers. No offense, guys, but the sound to people that aren't musicians like me, I have to hear... Oh, that sounds just like so-and-so. Yeah, well, he's not with that band anymore. Maybe he moved on to a different one, but he still sounds the same because that's the voice. Right. And, like, Hinder, Bad Wolves, (laughs) where you change lead singers, but at the same time, it's like when you guys change lead singers, it sounds like you guys change sound, like style. It's not the same as it was. Like, I get it. So Hinder loses their front man. And all of a sudden, the songs aren't about like your girlfriend leaving you, or you know, it's not so dramatic anymore. Yeah, but you know what? Maybe that's also them just evolving. Like we're not going to be that depressed. The bottle is empty, and yeah, I messed around with my girlfriend, and she's pissed off. Right? Maybe they were just evolving themselves as they grew up. And Bad Wolves, like like uh, Tommy Vex, he would sing about the 90s. Everything was about back in the day, back this in the 90s and all this stuff. And then the Bad Bad Wolves, they got this new singer. And now it's like this, this different style and it's more drop G instead of D. Like all these bands now are dropping their guitar tuning down all the way to G instead of like before it was just D. Like, you know, Metallica did Sap But True and it was drop D. But now it's just like... We're getting droppier and droppier to the strings on the guitar, basically just stuck on by snot and and bubblegum, and they're just hanging there, and it's like this heavy, heavy sound, and it, I don't know, I don't know where we're gonna be, but again, it's rock music, we're promoting it, that's what Rock Phoenix Live has been all about for five years, and we're gonna keep going in 2024, and that's what we're here doing today. Uh, we're not just promoting rock music, we're promoting uh, New Wave, which is awesome, and this is exactly yep. like you were saying, where you kind style. of influenced me and, and shown me, and that's what I want to do is, Rock Phoenix Live's about showing other people music that's pretty freaking awesome. Like, we would never have known about Scarlet and Send Me an Angel. Yeah. We would have ne- never known about Patty and the Rats. Yeah. Or that one right. song, Alestorm, Drink, we are here to drink your beer. Yeah. It was like, we would have never known this stuff had we not. Oh, yeah. What kind of genre is that? We did the uh, St. Patrick's Day special. And, yeah, all it is is we call it drinking, drinking music. Yeah. But, I mean, that's not rock. It's not pop. It's not new wave. It's just some great tunes, right? Um, you just played Howard Jones, and I wasn't going to talk too much about him. I think Howard Jones is amazing. And during his, his peak time, when I was watching all his music videos, this dude is 68 years old right now. Um, 
He's from England and he still lives in England. He's been married since 1977 to the same woman. And he's still an active musician. Um, he's had multiple hits too, not just the one that we played. Um, no one is to blame. Everybody knows that song. You are staring at me like maybe not. But if you heard it, you would know it. Things can only get better. That's, oh, trust me, you 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 know it. I'm but anyways, you. he's got a... Um, a music recording studio right in his home. So he records his own stuff. He records for other people. I mean, he's still a really active, and he's an old guy, too. Jay, we have a studio. We do have a studio, Jay. I've got guitars on the wall that I'm staring at, and album covers, frames. It's pretty cool. We got our banner, Rock Phoenix Live, that some awesome girl printed out for us. And just so anybody knows, uh, Google Podcast is going away, so if you're trying to stream us on Google Podcast, it's going to be leaving in March, so you'll find us on YouTube Podcast. Don't you think they're just going to rename it something else? Well, YouTube is owned by Google. Oh, well, that's why. Oh, you never told me that part. Well, remember when Google Remember Google had Google Plus, which was like yeah, their yeah. version of Facebook, and then nobody signed up for it, so they just kind of dropped it. Yeah. It was like, whoa, what happened to Google Plus? Well, and there's companies that always buy each other and they merge and you drop the one and because you don't want to put all your marketing and time into something when you can just focus on one thing and make it amazing, right? Supposedly, the so, CIA owns Google. <laughs> See, this is what we were talking about earlier. I said, Frank... Don't you want to talk about music and the musicians and maybe where are they now and their accomplishments? Yes. Or do you want to talk about like controversial things and the weather and aliens? Look, we've got two hours with each other tonight on this episode of Rock Phoenix Live. So we're going to talk about stuff, but we're also going to talk about the music because like Nike, this show revolves around the music, not this, not the music revolves around this show. Oh my God! We just watched that last night. It was a great. It was, can all so, you tell? We just literally watched the movie last night. Matt Damon. It was great. And Ben Affleck are just two of the greatest act. When they're when they're together, they just feed yeah. off each other. They're just a great. Well, duo. you can tell they've got to be the best of buddies because even like well, they're great actors anyway, so they could have that. They could be acting the part, but they're not. You can tell it's just so natural. And there it is. You know? and he walks out the door. He's like, that was that whole yeah. Buddhist. Like yeah, quotation. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about Devo, and it's going to be just a little bit about Devo. You played Mongoloid. And really, like, when's the last time you heard the word Mongoloid? We just don't, we just don't say that anymore. Well, I got to say, when I pick out songs now, especially new wave songs, they can't be the popular one. That's what your, your, your standard oh, right, is. Oh, right, right, right. It can't yeah. be the radio hit, like Whip Duran it. Duran. Or yeah. it can't be the... I mean, unless you can't find it on BMI or ASCAP and you're only limited to the popular one, but I have learned when I pick out Don't songs, be predictable. There it is. And some of the stuff we've played twice, I'm sure, because we've been doing this for five years. Um, but we do try to switch it up. We compare it to the old notes. You know, we try not to duplicate the song. Some songs are just really freaking great. So, hell yeah, we're going to play it again because it's your show. You can do whatever Thank you, you want. Geico for the Pet Shop Boys opportunity yeah. song. <laughs> so, um, that Mongoloid, the title and the song and the lyrics were 
very controversial when it was first. They just played it in concert in like 1975. And people were like, like obviously Devo fans are weirdo punk rockers anyways, you know? But it was controversial as soon as it was put out because people were like, you can't say that. You can't write a song. This is a... Uh, chromosomal like genetic disease and how rude right like even people then were offended um but true turns out there was some film i have no idea what it was it's called pink flamingos and it was about a child with down syndrome see that's where we've got the term down syndrome they used to be called mongoloid because they didn't have it right so that's where it all kind of comes from but the song is interesting because yes he's a mongoloid he's got down syndrome but there's huge levels there's very functional ones where maybe they just look a little different you know maybe almondy eyes or whatever they have round faces but i mean this guy in the lyrics he like has a job and you know brought home the beacon he he brought home a paycheck and he was able to support his family and then other levels of down syndrome of course they need a lot more help but anyhow it just made me think about political correctness even way back people were still offended but now it's like holy cow out of control like where where do we draw the line between something being acceptable or completely offensive and political correctness has been it's it's not so popular anymore but 10 years ago i I don't think it's five years ago 10 years ago it was the hugest thing absolutely everyone was like oh that's not pc or whatever right yep so a specific thing happened at my work just a couple of days ago me and a co-worker we were just talking about political correctness and because i'm from canada and she's i just said she i was gonna keep the gender neutral (laughs) anyway she is from Arizona. So I mean, in the United States her whole entire life. So we've got some different perspectives on it, right? So I said, um, I said something about these people from Indian or these Indians. And she says, Indians, she says, feather or dot. Like, oh. how? No, but th- let me back this up. This is a private conversation. Our voices are very low. We are not up front. There are no customers around us. A private conversation between her and I, right? Right. Feather or dot. I went, holy shit. I have never heard that, but it's it's pretty clear. Which ones am I talking about? Well, and that's where it us started. I said, good question, because I'm talking about Southeast Asians. And then we kind of laughed a little bit about you who knew that India was in Asia you know like it sounds confusing right if you don't know all of your continents whatever so Southeast Asians and I said well that's what people call them when I was young in Canada we had um, Punjabis you know or we said Sikh or we said something very Punjabi well we just call them Punjabs I don't know how to pronounce it I'm not from Punjab so but it wasn't that it was offensive or wrong. They literally were from Punjabi or, or Punjab, right? Right. And then when we talked about Indians, like native Indians, the people that originated in North America, now we don't call them that. You can't call them native Indians. Now they're called First Nations. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yep. So we don't have um, tribes in Canada. We have bands, Indian bands. So, like, you know, here there's Cherokee or you know, Crow or whatever. Um, We have up north, Navajo, Navajo. right? So we call those bands. But I mean, that was really interesting. Like, like she knew 
she wasn't going to offend me and I knew I wasn't going to offend her. So we spoke openly and honest. You know, she, if there was anybody around, we would have never had this conversation. We're not stupid and we're not trying to offend anybody. But I mean, I just find that's, that's interesting. It brought up in my head the term snowflake. Like that's kind of new. That's a new term. We started calling people, so, well, probably Donald Trump. Started who's a snowflake? Snowflakes are people that are overly emotional, easily offended, and unable to deal. Who's the snowflake are this cancel culture bullshit groups that came up. Donald Trump used to say snowflakes. Because Donald Trump is the opposite of Oh, because of if you offended them, they just fall apart. Oh, they're so, you know, fragile and sensitive. Like a snowflake is fragile. Weird. I you don't know snowflakes? No, I've never heard that term before. Oh, I've even said it. Oh, my Whatever. gosh. But anyways, like political correctness, it just means to avoid insulting people or groups of people who are at a disadvantage or who are already dis discriminated against, right? Right. But doesn't that depend on your geographics? Like, like people in the United States or even North America would feel completely different than people in Russia or China or, you know? Yeah. Well, I just, and then I, I did a little internet search just, um, I'll wrap it up kind of quick. I thought it was kind of funny, but kind of sad at the same time. So according to the internet, I went to a couple of different sites and the countries that are most, possibly the most politically correct would be the Netherlands, um, Sweden, and Canada. And that kind of makes sense because Sweden and those Nordic, they're always called neutral. Like, right? Like Switzerland well, they, is neutral. Well, Sweden, and that was part of my uh, 2024 predictions, is finally they jump on NATO. They finally join. Oh, so now they're right. part of the, Na the, the NATO group. And the, the oh, NATO group is growing. Time. Yeah. And the you know, United NATO States is part of it. NATO isn't really choosing a side. It is, but come on. We're just banding together against the countries that want to uh, abuse the world. Like yeah. China and Russia. And again, this isn't anything to do with the 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 population of Russia that is is for the world or the population of China that's for the world this is for the ones that want to destroy Against kill and have no no remorse yeah. whatsoever for it well also those countries be being communist countries there probably is billions of people that don't support it but they don't have the option right exactly because so their dictator tells them this is what you have yeah. to do like North Korea yeah that was actually kind of it, it fits right in so I'm glad you said that because Netherlands Sweden and Canada would possibly be the most PC Germans and this is a quote this is not Jen Germans have to be or else other people are gonna think they're Nazis North Koreans have to be politically correct because if they disagree, they're going to get blown up by artillery. Again, that's not me. Not my fault that your leader is shooting nukes over uh, but Japan. It's, but it's not, it's not their fault either, the right. people that live yes, there. I agree. And then um, another weird thing, and I didn't even know about this, and I don't know why, it says um, Canada has literally changed their national anthem. I guess it's been in the works for a while, like since the 80s, there's been talk about it. So the national anthem that I have sang my entire life, every Friday at school and you know, whatever, every hockey game, that kind of thing. So they wanted it to be more gender neutral. Oh jeez. Which makes sense because we're talking about Canada and Canada are the biggest snowflakes of them all. No. And I can say that because 
They not, just bend over for everything. Not French Canadians. <laughs> they will literally look at you in the eye and tell you you're wrong. Yeah, no, you're wrong, even if you're right. Yep. Um, instead of saying, in all thy sons, so in all thy sons command, now they've changed it to, in all of us. There's no more sons. They took out the sons. I'm like... How long ago? I should have looked it up. How long ago was this anthem written? I don't know. Come on. They're just bending over backwards. It has to be tradition. How many bathrooms do we have to give up before people are happy? I don't know. Many. Rock, Rock Phoenix Live. This is the, the Plimsolls a million miles away. Just got back, I had my eyes shut Streaming by the past I thought about you all the way you play Should've got moving to the reason I stayed I started to do to a different place
Thank you. Thank you. All right, I know you're not supposed to dance here. It's a dance number here. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Rock Phoenix Live back here in the studio. I found a song that you didn't even know. Nope. I thought maybe at first, because it's like an extended version, I didn't recognize it yet. But then I flagged you down and went, who is this? And you, you Such a shame. I didn't even recognize like the, the singer, the, the sound, nothing. I didn't recognize it. And I know Talk Talk. They have this... Um, fabulous predictable very popular song that was overplayed on the radio um it's my life that's when i it's my life <laughs> don't you forget oh well that was yeah that's the song but you're a little bit you know not so well i'm but i mean you did good i'm kind of sick still I, I don't know if anybody else out there in the world has spent the first half of uh the, the beginning half of 2024 sick but we did, yep. and uh, we're not. You're not, not sure alone. Yet. Could have been COVID, but we're not. Do you sure. know what? I, everybody that I know, pretty much has had some kind of a flu slash cold. Yeah. But a couple of them did take COVID tests. They still had some tests from when the government was giving away all the free ones that you could order, <laughs> and and two particulars. Um, and there's no reason for them to lie because you know I work with them every day, and it didn't really matter anyways because you still have to go to work. Right? right? And some people have the luxury of calling in sick. Well, that doesn't always happen. So anyways, they took their tests and they came back negative. But then to back that up, they both said at totally different times to me, well, sometimes the COVID tests, um, if you take it too early on, it may come up negative. Right. You got to wait maybe five days or so. There was and then it would give you a positive. Yeah. I'm like, well, that doesn't sound very accurate. And then, you know what? You take me back four years when everyone was fucking freaking out. Well, you didn't test. Do you have a test? Do you want to order tests? Here's my test. Do you need more tests? Go buy a test. We ran out of tests. Bullshit is all I have to say. You can't come back to work until you have a test. It, negative. So you took the test and you come back with a negative. Right. So, and you know what? A couple of my coworkers, we did require that. And then they said, well, we went to the doctor and, and they just did a screenshot of their lab results. We're not going to scrutinize it and call, is this doctor, doctor legit? Whatever. We have to trust our people. And what do we do as a society? We also forged tests. Oh, So you had that card, yeah. right? Yeah. And then you would get that card and then they would forge that. Well, you know what? It was interesting because I was laminating a ton of your you mean the vaccination cards vaccination cards so i was laminating tons of them and then i thought well this is stupid because we now have a second vaccine now you have two cards i'm gonna laminate and how many vaccines do we have now like truly there was a lot of people that went back for their boosters and then the additional one i laminate you got five cards in your wallet that's just ridiculous it was stupid you were supposed to be able to add to the card add to the card date and time you were immunized just like an immunization card looking back on it there were so many people that said that we we handled this so improperly but we didn't know what to do when we were in panic mode so you know i guess there's other conspiracy theories out there that said that this was a test to see how the government could control us in a situation where we had a uh, oh, pandemic. A virus that would yeah, kill serious. us. Yep. Chemical warfare. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't think anyone is to, 
you know, should be looked down on. I thought it was handled quite well, considering we didn't really know what the heck it was and how to deal with it. We did the best we could. I think so. I, right. I truly. And maybe some people that are supposed to be in charge, that are paid to be in charge, um, maybe they didn't do such a great job. Where regular citizens, we were just lost. What the shit is this? What should we do? But anyways, I just... It is what it is. It's in the past. Let's move on. It's 2024. Yeah. And one of the things they talk about as far as 2024 goes is if you focus on the past, you're going to you're going to move on to the future trying to to fix what you can't fix because it's already done. Exactly. So you need to move on in this new year of 2024. It's an even number. It should be positive. There should be great stuff happening. Um, you know what, though? You still need to remember what happened in the past and learn from it, though. You can't entirely forget it. Yeah, but it. half you need the stuff that happened, you can't mistakes. control. Like, it was all government-related stuff. There's nothing that you could have done to change the minds of anybody out there. Well, truly, that's what voting is for. But, you know, don't get me started on that joke. Right. But, I mean, you're right. There's very limited things that we can do just as regular people. There's nothing in your life right now moving forward that you can do to change that will better you off than to change your mentality. If you're going to move forward in 2024, like I'm going to get in shape or I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going to eat better. Or I'm going to, I'm going to smoking, quit drinking, yeah, quit all bad stuff. habits. There's only yeah. one person that can do that. And that's you. And if you don't do that, I'm sorry. I'm you're pointing, pointing at me directly. Well, that's what Speed. we do in this podcast. We look at each other. Right. Yeah. If you tell yourself, you're going to do this, you will do it. And the problem, though, is the outcome or the goal is so hard to reach right now because you're like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 250 pounds. I'm looking in the mirror and this guy on this on this podcast is telling me that I can do this. And I'm like, I don't see it happening because the mind does these things where when you're in a state of negativity you, feel you will hopeless. you will you will release negative ad adrenal glands or you'll release things in your brain that will will keep you on that same track of negativity until you change your mind of, to positivity you will never get to that positive state because your brain is working with you it's not working against you if you don't change then the brain doesn't change. It's your brain. So if you're in a negative state, then your brain stays in a negative state because it's part of you. Until you tell your brain, listen, I need change in a positive way. Then the brain goes, okay, great, well, let's do that. I need your help first. It's not like you can get something that will tell you, hey, by the way, um, I'm going to change this for you, and then you just follow along. I think part of that change also has to be you need to stop hanging out with all these negative people or going to these negative places or listening to the negative negativity. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you might have to, like, ditch some of your friends and maybe even a family member say, well, within reason. You can't say, F you, I'm not going to talk to you anymore, but you limit your expo their exposure to you. Right. Not really yours to them, but their exposure to you. So you can say, I got this. I'm going to start hanging out in this fresh place with these fresh people that have the same feelings or beliefs that I do. Gen and that'll Z, be your support. Gen Z is perfect at this. They tell me all the time, no. 
My son tells me no all the time. He doesn't want to do it. He's not going to do it. He tells me no all the time. So if something's hindering you and you tell it no, you have the perfect opposition to say no. I don't know how to describe it. Other than people right now are, are, are doing everything they can to better themselves and they're telling others no. Like if, if a family member is, is causing you harm, tell him no. Or send him to his room. Well, I'm not even going to go with that. he's not allowed to come out of his room. I don't even know where to go with that. But I'm just saying, in the future, moving forward in 2024, if you're going to better yourself, you need to start by having the better mentality. I know it's hard because you're like, I have depression. I have all these drugs I'm taking for my health. I'm, I'm on diabetes. I have diabetes. I have this. I have that. And you're like, where am I going to go with all this? It's like, you just need to start with a better outlook. And from there, it'll progress. You'll figure it out. Want to talk about music? Yeah, that's, music's a great positive thing. I forgot to say, you you picked that Talk Talk song, uh, Such a Shame, that I'm not familiar with. But it made me laugh because I'm thinking, you know, in the summertime, we set up our pool. Shh, don't tell the HOA. We set up our pool. And you always put on like a Pandora, a new that's wave. That's been your positive thing, Because you... No, I love, I love my freaking pool. I like floating around, getting some sun, but I love new wave music. So you always put that on for me because you set up the backyard with some outdoor rock speakers and whatever. But my phone and your phone and our Googles and our, our um, series and our whatever Alexas, they're always eavesdropping. We don't have them anymore. No, we have cell phones right here. Next. Oh, yeah. And we just said, oh, I've never heard this song by Talk Talk. Such a shame. Or it's such yeah, a such shame. A sh- so, I mean, I bet you it's going to be playing in the summertime. I'm going to be floating and go, oh, my God, Drake, I told you it was eavesdropping. We on did us. that for our, uh, what was it? It was the uh, the grunge member. And I was calling out. Oh. We were listening to Pandora. Yep. And we were like, for our grunge podcast. And we were like, that. Soundgarden, Pearl Jam. Nirvana. But wait, you have to explain this because everyone listening wasn't there. You were calling out the next song before they started it. Because it was predictable. Because there's but only we wondered, a is hand- it listening. There's only a handful of grunge artists out there. <laughs> and you knew because Pandora would always play the most popular, unlike what Jen likes, which is to not play the popular one. Right. That they would play it. Yeah, well, and that was funny because I was like, oh, my gosh. And you got like four or five in a row. I was like, this is weird. Is our cell phone listening or is it just predictable? And, exactly, and you just yep. called it. So a little bit about um, lips like sugar, sugar kisses. I, sugar lo- kisses. I love that song. And Echo and the Bunnymen were actually they're still a really great band. So. I guess they're from England. They formed in 1978 in Liverpool. They are still touring. They have a 2024 uh, North... Well, they're touring in the UK, but they have a 2024 North America. So they'll be in Canada, Vancouver, Toronto, of course, big cities. But they're going to be in the US. So people in Phoenix, they'll be at the Van Buren in June. Well, do you want to go? That's the big question. Um... Um, I guess, you know, over the years, because they started, like I said, way back 1978. Right. They had, like, a member leave. A couple, One was killed in a motorcycle accident. It was oh, awful. So it really blew up the band, destroyed them all. Another one was also died. I don't know. That happens. 
over the decades, we get older, we get sicker because we don't have this positive mental <laughs> Um And people just die off, but sometimes the band could keep going, keep going, keep the same sound or a similar sound. So, I mean, anyone wants to go and hear Echo and the Bunnymen, that would be cool to me because I did see their music videos in the 80s. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, wow, they are, you know, 40 years older. <laughs> but they sort of sound the same, but not really because they're a bunch of old men. Well, and they're in the cusp of the new wave project. Yeah, okay. The Plimsolls. I know you don't know the Plimsolls. So I said, come on, you've heard this song before. And you said no. And I said, well, it was in the movie Valley Girl, which you also haven't seen, which someday we'll have to rent that because they're at the San Fernando Mall or wherever the mall is in the valley. I didn't live in 82 in San Fernando. Well, you were born in 82 in the valley. Encino. Anyways, the movie's been out. So Nicolas Cage is like, um, it was his second movie. And I didn't realize like what his first movie was. And he wasn't even 18 when he did his first movie. He did Fast Times at Ridgemont High. He worked at the Burger Place. I was like, oh, I didn't even remember him, right? That's not who I think of when I think of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. So anyways, Valley Girl was such a cute, it's a, he's a punk rocker and she's a valley girl and then you meet at the mall and she's just attracted to him because he's like bad boy whatever but he was like super young 19 hey baby girl 19 20 years old so the plimsolls a million miles away the song that you had played they i forget if they were at a bar or whatever but the plimsolls were there playing their song so as the they're acting, they're talking, the couple, you, you can hear the band in the background yeah. kind of deal. And another really uber popular song that was also in that movie is Johnny Are You Queer by Josie Cotton. Well, Josie Cotton was also in the movie. And I think that's so cute. Like, it's kind of neat when you watch a movie and it features a song and then, oh, there goes the lead singer of the band or the band is playing but maybe on the drum set they have like a, a silly stupid name it's not really the right, Souls. Yeah. i don't rem remember if we knew like back to the, the future Plinsoles. where michael j fox is trying he's playing um what's his name song like chuck berry no he's playing um the power of love huey oh, lewis huey lewis in the and news. huey lewis is the guy yeah. in the movie that's he's like, right i forgot you're about just, that you're just too loud yeah and yeah. it was like, but that's your song. And he's man. looking Mom. like a totally geek professor. Yeah, exactly, right. Professor yeah. guy. So anyways, um, I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole with Nicolas Cage. I read that he was married to Lisa Marie Presley. And you said to me, yeah. I, I, you know, no offense because she's dead and that's sad for the family. But she and so did, is he. She did some crazy whacked out shit. Yeah, and Michael Jackson is even weirder than that. But anyways, you said to me... Was that before Michael Jackson or after Michael Jackson? So, Nicolas Cage married Lisa Marie Presley after she divorced Michael Jackson. And we both went, ew! And I don't even know why she would she would take her life or do all the pills and stuff and drugs. Because Nicolas Cage is a... a I mean, he's got to be an amazing man. He... He's got great movies. He, he's. But she divor They divorced each other. I know, but, but why would she do way that? After. He's an. He's a good man. Oh, I don't know. 
know, I've read some really crazy stories about him. Like he has a mausoleum and had to declare bankruptcy. And well, he and, did have to, and, right. And. He did have to have to declare it's a bankruptcy. Bad decisions. But there was a lot of rumors going around. He owned castles and stuff after National Treasure. Yeah. And he got into a bunch of rumors, and but that's just. Being in a, in the limelight. And considering he's a Coppola, that's pretty huge. And that's where I would give him credit. That last movie we watched, I can't remember what it was, but it was just weird. And it was such bad acting for a comedy horror. Oh, it was the Dracula one. No. The vampire one? Not no. Renfield. Oh, I liked Renfield. The Retirement. Where he is like he, the, the girl. Oh, he's an old man with long, greasy, gross hair. And they send in their his granddaughter to him in, in right. Hawaii or oh, in that was Florida. Bad. And acting. he is actually a, an agent for the FBI. Yeah, he was but, pretty kick-ass, oh. but it was bad acting, and we watched the whole thing. Ernie Hudson's in it. I mean, you have this end. list of actors, and it was just awful. Okay, one last thing, Plimsolls. Okay. A million miles away. Renfield was good, by the way. A million miles away. So the Plimsolls broke up in like 1984. They were like gone pretty early on. But several years later, in 1990, that song was covered by the Goo Goo Dolls. It didn't sound familiar to you? I didn't think you would know the Plimsolls, but you don't know. Because you got to know the Goo Goo Dolls cover, right? I would have never remembered the Goo Goo Dolls playing it. And if they did, they didn't get popular from it. Well, that's what made the song popular was not the Plimsolls. <laughs> it, it, the movie made the song popular, Valley Girl. But the Google Dolls made the song popular like 10 years later. Yeah, but the Google Dolls were already popular from like Black Balloon and all other stuff. And I don't think that song, oh, if they had thought, covered it, would have made headlines. I'm sure it was a chart topic yeah, just because it was the Google Dolls. Whatever. That's all I got to say. All right. So in 2024, it's called New You, New Year, New Wave. We've already got the new wave covered. We got the new year covered. But the new you, what do you want to transform into? What do you want to become for 2024? Moving forward, ladies and gentlemen, what do you want to be going forward? Now is the time to start. It is. early. Absolutely. It's fresh still. Now that you're over your flu that lasted for three freaking weeks and you still have oh a lingering cough, you got your energy back, you got your voice back, you're not so snotty, this is the time to start. That sucks. Like, literally starting <laughs> the new year. Because we haven't done anything. And again, another thing, too, I didn't even talk about was, in the beginning of the year, I'm slammed with bills. Yeah. I have no After money. And, and then it's my birthday, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, your birthday, it's my, my birthday, fault. it's like freak man we yeah. have nothing maybe you start off the year with blues and it, that sucks because yeah. it's a new year new you and you got but remember i told you this i didn't even think about it till now i told you there's an actual i don't remember the name of the illness there's an actual medical condition and it's post christmas blues and a lot of people have different ways so what you're saying because you're broke you went into debt you spent way too much money for christmas or whatever right and then all your bills hit and sometimes like like one of your licenses is due for our Rock Phoenix Live. Yeah, our BMI, which our is BMI, like four hundred and fifty-five dollars. Like, no, this is like the worst time in the year, but it's due at the beginning of the year. So, anyways, a lot of people have situations like that. A lot of people are like, "Oh, Christmas is over. I don't want to take down my tree because it's so pretty, and I love it." And they miss that whole where everyone is 
is getting together or having drinks or you have people over for dinner. So they miss that whole social life aspect of it. Or just some people, just Christmas can be a, such a beautiful thing and it can be so ugly. Or overwhelming. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's totally overwhelming. I think for even completely calm people like myself, it can get overwhelming. Just so. taking down the totes from the attic for Thanksgiving, <laughs> Christmas, and getting ready for these holiday seasons, it was like, oh, We had shit. 12, 12 Christmas totes. But it's it's symbolic. But we because, have just as many Halloween. Right. So and you go, and, and some, for some people, it's like, oh, I haven't seen these in like, you know, 8, 12 months. I mean, 12, I 12, 12 months. I haven't seen yeah. these in like 8 or 9 months. And then it's like, uh, but then you're like, as soon as you start putting stuff out, decorating the house, you're like, oh, shit. This is the season. Yeah, and you put on the music, and you have Christmas smells. Like, maybe you like that, you know, gingerbread candle, whatever. Yeah. And people start baking, or you've got to prep for, for dinners, and you want it to be extra special, not the same old crap. Like, it was really hard for us, like, to get motivated to do this New Year, New You Wave podcast. Yep. And we're already at the end of January. It's yep. like, I'm like, Jed, we got to do this. Because if we don't do this right now, then it won't be the New Year, New You, New Wave. because. Yeah. You're already into February. And by then... I still knew. That's okay. I think it's okay. So anyone trying to make changes like New Year's resolutions, F it. Start it on February then. Well, right. Control your own life. You know what I mean? Like, it's just because you blew it. Maybe you were sick like us and it took forever. Maybe you're still sick. It doesn't matter. Just... Try it in February. Try it in March. You know what I mean? Like, you just got to do it. Be like the people that go to the gym in January. You quit by February, (laughs) and then you start up again in April. See, that's the perfect time. So go in February back to the gym, because then all the January people are already tired and done. (laughs) Right. That's what I'm doing. I'm waiting for the January people and the February people to leave. I'll be there in March. Don't worry. I'll be on that elliptical, on my same elliptical at the Anthem uh, Your favorite center. one? I'll what be doing if they that. switched it all around and then you have a totally different view and you'll be like, oh. You son of a bitch. Yeah. Where's my machine? Where's my machine? What about oh, this? Where's my favorite machine? Check this out. So this happened to me as well. You're like, all right. So everybody's all, you know, you, you got Barrett Jackson in town right now. And I just heard that Barrett Jackson's going to do another season. So not only is Barrett Jackson going to be here in January, but they're going to be here in October or November because they want to take in on the fall season as well as the beginning of the year. Well, October, November is awfully close to January. Yeah, but they're saying there's so many people that are coming into Barrett-Jackson right now in Scottsdale that they need to open up another one. Do you know what I was thinking? I'm like, son of a bitch. I I know more and more, I don't know if I want to say like normal people, but like average people that go, actually go to Barrett-Jackson, where I think initially it was pretty fancy and you better have some big bucks to go there. Well, yeah, because why else would you go there? To if look you're at some kitchen cars. Well, you just want to check them out. Yeah, but again, if you're not buying a car, why the experience, be because it's probably amazing. You get to, you know, if you're going to go... The internet is amazing. Google the pictures of the car. No, 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 no. You know what? So we have that screensaver, whatever that is, on our television, right? Right. So when we are done watching... Which you've been hot into right lately. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. So 
I've never been to Dubai or Hong Kong or, you know, London or there's all these places, these Iceland, gorgeous, gorgeous pictures that are our screensaver on the television. But it it makes me feel like they've filmed it with a drone and they've slowed it down. Some of them are underwater. You can see like a wave crash and you're under the water, which is just amazing. Right? Yeah. So if I looked at a picture of a wave crashing. Yeah, that's cool. It's kind of a tube. I can see where surfers would whoosh through it, whatever. I don't know, I'm not a surfer. But that moving, that motion is just really something. And I don't know how long, it goes like a full one minute, do you think, that screen I would say it's like 45 and then it, seconds. It you know, goes over to the, uh, to the next photo. But it's a moving photo. It's totally different than just going on the internet and looking at I guess on the internet you can watch the video of there's the Barrett Jackson, here's the car driving by. Nope. Sometimes you get just pumped up just from the environment because everyone else around you was all excited, like going yeah. to a concert. It might be a total shit concert, but everyone's like, Whoa! and you're like, jump in next to them because they're jumping and you're all excited to be there. And then, you know, whatever. It doesn't have to be... Well, like me, when you work in Scottsdale, you've got Barrett Jackson in January. You've got the waste management in February. And the thing is, is like, all you do is like, you see people going to events in the beginning of the year. And you're like, this sucks because I have no money to do anything. And then as soon as you get money, you do these things where you all of a sudden buy tickets to go see Damage Inc. at a restaurant in Glendale. And then like, again, we're so happy because... Uh, NHRA is coming to uh, to Phoenix again, and finally, it's it's fantastic. Because last year we thought that we were gonna have it closed down, uh, Wild Horse Pass was gone, but sure enough, uh, Bondurant bought them out, and they brought back Firebird Raceway. So now we have NHRA, which is fantastic. So now you gotta buy those tickets, you gotta figure out what you're gonna do for the rest of the year. It's just chaos. It's pandemonium, and there's just so much money to be spent because you wanna do stuff for the new year. Uh, you know what this is called? It's called first world problems. It is first world problems. Oh, you have to go to a smaller venue concert and maybe you don't get front row seats. Or we go to the drag races, but we're not in the freaking tower. Yeah. Well, that's part of, oh, that's a perfect example. You go to the NHRA drag races and you sit outside and you might get a sunburn. Or if it happens to be crap weather, you get wet in between the dry off the tracks, whatever. But you get to hear it and smell it. Nitro is, I don't know, burn your nostrils. Or you pay for you tickets the for the tower experience. and you can't eat food for a month. What? Why? Because you can't afford anything else. Oh, I see. No, Rent is so expensive right now. It's never like that. And the tower is sweet because, you know, you don't get a sunburn. And but it's climate controlled. It's climate controlled. <laughs> and there's a chair, not an actual just, you know, metal bench that gives you hemorrhoids because you're freezing your butt cheeks off. I'm Piles, whatever, you know what I mean. When you sit on the cold. Who has hemorrhoids? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying, just in general. I think Eric has Forget it. in this picture I see right here by Phoenix Live. This is Psychedelic Furs, the ghost in you. Oh, yeah, it is. By Phoenix <laughs> Live, the ghost in you. Peace.
listeners are so beautiful out there i just love seeing our listeners when i see them over at uh shows and i see them you know and they come up and like oh my gosh like that's so cool you guys have a podcast it's awesome yeah we do we have a podcast and i love you guys so much thank you so much and like we're talking about what's that we have dog walkers that go what's Phoenix Live and the people at Halloween that yep. come by, they think they're just going to be innocently trick or treating. Nope, we just blew up the whole street. That's right. <laughs> On our Halloween podcast, you know, people walk by like, "Wow, this is so good." Actually, it's funny. The Halloween podcast is great because it's a very big ego boost because you see everybody come up to you and they walk behind and they want to check out the mixer and they want to see what's going on backstage. Smoke machines, yeah. And last year we actually did have a backstage because we set up the curtain uh-huh. or the, the projector screen and which kind of gave us a barrier that people couldn't see what was going on behind yeah. the scenes. So. Like the garbage in our garage. 
garage, like all the garagey stuff, right? Tools and things. Yeah, exactly. But also, we had our booze and our snacks back there, you know. So that was our backstage, snacks. you know, doing drugs, drinking. <laughs> and, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. But anyway, but I think. But they do, they stare and go, what is going on? And then some people are brave because we say, hi, we're just doing a podcast. But some people are staring like they don't even know what they're looking at. Yeah. And are we. Are they being filmed? I think is what they wonder. Um, can we hear them? Is this live? Are you streaming it like on your, you know, your whatever, Facebook Live? And we're like, no, record it, whatever. And just so you know, we're getting popular and popular. Like the, the list, the people listening is going up and up and up slowly, but gradually it's going up and up and up. And uh, I thank you guys so much. So in 2024, listen to more Rock Phoenix Live. We yep. can't get more. Uh, we can't we can't get better without you guys. And you know what? When you can pull up your statistics and it shows you the world map, that's still I can't wrap my head around it. Like listeners here, listeners there, like countries I can't even pronounce. I don't even know where these countries are, and I'm looking at a map, and I'm like, well, they're kind of you know, it's just amazing. Are they are they listening to the whole podcast? Are they, did they come to that podcast because they were listening to something else and some keywords or something? Uh, like, obviously, people in Sweden, that we would be big in Sweden because you have specific Sweden, Swedish rocks, you know, podcasts. Smashing the pieces. I gave them the card. And you always, <laughs> right? Got your picture taken and gave them a Smashing the pieces. Card. All around me are familiar faces. They covered Mad World. Who would have thought it was Tears for Fears song? Oh, right. I tried to find it, tell you. It's a very, very mad world. Well, yeah. They did a great job at covering that song. (laughs) Some covers, some covers, only some. In my opinion, very few covers are better than the original. But you know what? Speaking of covers and really popular... Duran Duran's Undone. Red. Red did, I'm sorry, Duran Duran, because I love Duran Duran, but Red did a better job. And I don't say that very often at all. And you're right, you're smashing to pieces because that Tears for Fear song, it's not my fave. And I know you, like, I got to give you kudos. You don't want to, you didn't want to play the most popular song. Like, everyone would have chose Shout, you know, or Everybody Wants to Rule Rule the the world. World. Exactly. I think I would have picked Head Over Heels just because it's kind of a fun song and it's a little bit more new wavy. But um, but that's all I got on Tears for Fears. I wasn't a big Tears for Fears fan. Well, again, Mad World. I, I, I love the song by Smashing to Pieces, but then I'm like, all of a sudden I'm like, Tears for Fears? Ah, oh, that's crap. why you chose no that No way! One. And then I'm like, you got to hear the original because you can't appreciate the cover until you know where it came yeah. from. Yeah, and there's so many songs. If you go back, some of them even like 1950. Okay, so we weren't alive then. And, you know, a lot of people, well, obviously we have old people in the world, but a lot of people that were (laughs) listening to music right now, they're not going to have remembered listening to it in the 1950s. Right. I don't know. They're probably doing other things. Or the old people right now aren't listening to Smash Into Pieces version of it. Right, no. But, I mean, sometimes the covers are great and sometimes not. So, Jereen Duran, you chose Undone, which we just said was covered by Red, and they did a fabulous job. But I would have never chose Undone out of all the Duran Duran songs on a New Wave podcast. You picked one that was from 1993. 
Well, why can't New Wave be? See, that's what I was talking about before. It is. You have this this sound of New Wave that's like, it's the older stuff. The new stuff isn't New Wave. It's it's more poppy-ish. No. So, I... No. I feel... See, New Wave came... In the in the late seventies and stayed like mid seventies and stayed until the mid eighties. And yes, bands like Duran Duran are going to have that look and have that sound. But in the nineteen nineties, if you look at that video, you should see Simon Lamont's hair. No, Simon Lamont's hair is like this weird bowl cut. So you're basing thing. the new wave on his hair. Look, no, yes, because it's it's a look. It not only was a sound, keyboards, synthetics. Synthesizers, you know what I mean. I there don't were know synthesizers what I mean. in it. It was, <laughs> it was a look. It was a dress. It was a hair. Hair was huge. So in the video again, Simon Lebon has this weird bowl cut curly hair. Not, I've never seen that. Definitely not new wave. John Taylor, however, has he's the sexiest man. He has this quaff, and he had it in the eighties, and he has it now, and he's just so that is is he never still has be dated. it. And it's not new wave. Nick Rhodes is a perfect, he's so petite and he's so, he's, he's a perfect example of a new rave, little, new wave little punk rocker. Um, but in 1993, Nick Rhodes looks like a little gray haired old lady, you know, like, I don't know. I, I just, I would have picked something earlier. They have some great new wave songs. Um, Undone, I think, is a beautiful song, and it completely tugs at like my heartstrings almost. And I think so many people could relate just to the lyrics. It's just really a, a very a great beautiful song. song. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely, absolutely. So speaking of romantic and sexy, John Taylor, you played the psychedelic furs, and you told me you didn't like the psychedelic furs, and I just have to say, like, why? How could you not love Richard Butler's voice? It's that deep and that i think is sexy i think his psychedelic first songs can be so romantic and of course like their most popular is pretty in pink you know which was like a john hughes 1980s movie if you think 1980s john hughes has to come up he's like you know oh yeah right because he's so many uncle buck <laughs> again you're too young you gotta think back back breakfast club there you go um, the Ghost in You, however, is from 1984, and it's about love and, and longing, just longing for love. In a, When the world is dark and gloomy, there's always ways to connect with people and fall in love and sparks fly, and I don't know, it's, I think it's a very pretty song. So Richard Butler and his brother, I don't remember his name, um, who's the bass guitarist in Psychedelic Furs. They originally started it, and they're both still currently in it. Nice. So good for them. Yeah. Oh, nice. You also picked the Cars. So I've struggled with this before. The Cars don't seem like New Wave to me, but everything that I read online labels them as New Wave. I just, they don't even fit my clothes, hair, makeup criteria. Yeah, but you're you're basing it on fashion, which is not true because new wave it is was, music. Yes, I know, but it was a huge part of it. No, it and wasn't. That, it was the sound. It's a look. The so look came talking, before the sound, or the look came after the sound. After the, sound the sound is what makes you new wave. No, 
it derived from punk rock, and punk rock is all about a look. Punk rock with synthesizer. It was a look too. You could look with before even hearing somebody, you'd go check out that punk rocker right there. All right. Well, as a as a music fan for you, I guess that's just the way it plays. But anyways, the cars. Formed in 1976, it says all over the internet they're a new wave band from Boston. Drive, that you that the song you played was uh, 1984. So I mean, it falls into all the right and date it was categories. in the Transformers soundtrack, which nobody really understood because that was what Bumblebee played when um, yeah. he was trying to chase that, or when, the, when Sam was trying to chase after that girl. Who was uh, Jennifer? Well, I don't know. No, it's not was... Jennifer. Whatever. She's walking yeah. away, and Bumblebee because he doesn't. Who's speak, gonna drive you home? He whips it on the radio yeah. because no, he's Bumblebee a car, right? Put it on, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, um, lastly, because I don't want to talk too much, but I want to talk about music, not politics. Billy Idol also is a punk rocker, but he's mostly a rocker to me. If you look up Billy Idol, you see New Wave. You can see all these genres that he actually fits into. I asked you. I said, is Billy Idol New Wave? You said, this song is. And Eyes Without a Face. I I think so, but really, if you played Rebel Yell, I'd be like, no. You know, there's so many. And I was, I laughed. Santa's balls are jiggling. It's hard rock. It's not It's not new wave. Right. And Steve Stevens, who's this electric guitarist, of course, just pro- proven to us, proved that it is a rock song because that was heavy electric guitar at the end there, and that wouldn't be a new wave kind of thing. But where do you draw the line? Where's the perfection in... It goes from this year to this year, and their hairstyles or their makeup... You know, is it weird clown makeup and they look like just freaks, like dead or alive? Culture Club? Twisted Sister? Like, I don't even understand the whole Twisted Sister thing. See, Boy George, in the in the 80s and this new wave and this punk sort of thing, we didn't care if you were gay. Like Robert Smith? Robert Smith of The Cure. Now he just looks bloated and, and a little bit crazy with his lipstick all cracking like an old lady. But Well, so does Marilyn Manson, and he's still trying to push yeah. it. Yeah, but I mean, Robert Smith, the cure, is just so romantic. And I think so many of their songs, girls probably preferred it more because it was kind of a sexy kind of sound to them. But I don't know. It, it can't be... Nailed down to specifics is all I'm saying. I agree. Have to have a wider range. It I agree. all evolved from things and it evolved to something. I asked your Chad GTP what killed New Wave. New Wave tried to kill the metal. <laughs> it failed. <laughs> Jack Black, man, I love that song. And that's why I worded it, because that's what I always think of, like, what killed New Wave or But anyways, they said um the popularity of grunge, and we already all knew that. Yeah, but it grunge just killed. It had to go away. But grunge killed a lot of things. It wasn't just new wave. It was '80s hair metal. Yeah. It was um, a lot of the stuff that was going on. It in even the 80s. put a koibosh a little bit on rap music. Yeah, which it did. also killed new wave. As I blame soon as, rap. Yeah, as soon as Nirvana came out, Soundgarden, um, you know, these bands came out. It was like everybody just digged it because there was something different than what was going on yeah it was different so kudos for that i mean i'm not a fan of grunge but there's a ton like i really do like nirvana um 
Pearl Jam. There was there was so much going on that was just different, and people needed something new. Well, just like, rap might have been a little bit too harsh. Rap was too harsh for me. I don't swear. I didn't relate. I'm not from an inner city, and that's what a lot of the rap lyrics were things like pop a cap cap in his ass. I, I didn't even know what that meant. So that didn't work. Well, and a so lot of bands I could adapt to. A lot of bands tried to jump on board with that, like Aerosmith when they did that um, Walk This Way with uh, Run oh, yeah. DMC. It was yeah. like, come on, man. Well, they needed get to get it. saved. They needed something to save them, and Run DMC did put them back on the on the charts, you know? It's like... But it wasn't to do with Aerosmith. We watched though. that Woodstock 99 documentary where oh. bands can control the audience. And yeah. lo and behold, Nirvana controlled the generation. Yeah. They changed music for, for into something that was... Like, they literally put a blockade in front of... 80s hair bands and we're saying no moving forward this is the sound we're going with and everybody jumped on board you know what maybe part of it and i do remember the transition because i was old enough maybe part of it is because 80s new wave was so high maintenance when i talk hair i mean hairspray aquanet and makeup to the tits but that was also and clothing and that was also 80s met 80s Ballads, hair bands, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And you did. You it was all about the look and your hair and your clothing and the sound. Grunge, however, was I haven't had a shower in four days, nor Black do I care. Jeans. Baggy clothes, so you're uber comfortable. Maybe you're high. Who wants to be in high heel shoes and tight, you know, skin? skin no rules. Pants? No 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 form. You didn't have to fit and you didn't have to shave like, if you're a man. Perfect example. <laughs> You Lazy, said, right? You said, uh, Duran Duran, coming undone. I would have never put them as New Wave. There were no rules for grunge. It wasn't like you could say this band wasn't grunge or this band was grunge. There were no rules. Like, you didn't have to fit this, this fashion to become part of the well, genre of music. They had their own grungy fashion, though. They all had flannel shirts. Right, well... And their okay. jeans or whatever. So it's a catch-22. It's like you were trying to be con- have no rules, but the no rules you just is a rule. the genre. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I think they just wanted to wake up, not brush their teeth, maybe, uh, not have showers, not shave, throw on some clothes... And because it's up in the Pacific Northwest is when it started, it's it's cold and it's wet. So yeah, a flannel shirt makes sense. Boots, that makes sense because it's muddy and wet outside. You know, that Breaking Benjamin. The, that was the rule. And Seether are considered grunge music. Yeah, I can't really see that. I know. That's like Seether. weird. I don't know. Whoever is setting up all these little genres, I think they're just high sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. All right. So, new year, new you, new wave. Things that are going to happen in 2024. Let's talk about a few of them. And they're not all politics. I have no politics on here. I tried to do things that we could all relate to. Worldwide or just in the United States? Worldwide. Okay, yeah. Uh, one of the things that's worldwide is uh, this going to be a February 29th. <laughs> Okay, good, good call on that one, yep. So, anybody that was born February 29th, happy birthday! <laughs> you finally get your birthday this fucking... It just finally came around Four years around. Everybody knows that anybody that's born on the 29th of February celebrates on the 28th. So, you're like, what, 17, but really you're 40? No, no. 
Um, but again, also with having uh, the February 29th, every year we have a February 29th, we also have the Summer Olympics. And the Summer Olympics are breaking records with their uh, number one thing they're going to be doing is uh, breakdancing is going to be part of a sport. As well as men and women will be represented equally in numbers this year. Breakdancing? Break or breakdancing will become a sport at the Olympics. We'll talk about 1980s called and once they're dance back. I'm just saying. Now it's going to become a legitimate sport at the Olympics. Really? Mm-hmm. That's weird. What are they, desperate? I don't know. Maybe they're... It's summer. Like, maybe summer it's like, Olympics. It's like obviously. the Grammys. Searching for a new category. Oh, breakdancing. Huh. Best guy holding the microphone at a performance. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's why. Um, <laughs> new movies coming out in 2024. Mean Girls the Musical. So we had uh, a long time ago, Green Day did their kind of musical. Now we have Mean Girls the Musical coming out. Uh, for anybody who saw Dune, Dune 2 is coming out. I didn't, I tried to watch Dune, but it uh, just didn't fly with me. Uh, Ferosa and Mad Max Saga. Inside Out 2. That was a comp. That was a oh, I liked Inside CGI. Out. What did you say about Mad Max? A movie called Ferosa. It's a Mad Max saga. Oh, that might be kind of cool. Huh. I like those movies. Like, who, who's that guy? And I can't stand it. Oh, Kevin Costner. He did, like, Waterworld and things. And the original Mad Max. Remember we talked about... That was, uh, what's his name from, um, uh, Lethal Weapon. Mel Gibson? Mel Gibson was the original oh, Mad Max. Oh, right. That's right. That's what I always get those two confused because their movies are way too long. <laughs> Like a uh, oh, Wicked no, Part One, course. which I think Wicked was the, um, it was the the thing with uh, like the Cinderella story or the the Apple and the Wicked Witch. Uh, yeah, Snow White. Yeah, there's, oh Snow White, that's what yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. So there'll be a Wicked Part One coming out. <laughs> so I think we're gonna see that. Um, another thing that's gonna happen in 2024 is we're gonna have a total solar eclipse, which is where the Earth comes right in between the Moon and the Sun. And so basically when you see the moon, it just basically blacks it out completely. Or don't see the moon because you'll burn out your retina as one that comes back. Well, make sure you have your welder's glass when you're looking at these things. So you don't blind yourself. Um, when, when did it say when that was going to be? I'm trying to look it up right now. Oh, it's I, April. Monday, April 8th, 2024. Total solar eclipse. Um, it's going to cross North America, passing over Mexico, United States, and Canada. Woohoo! We're going to have clear skies. Rock Phoenix Live is going to be at the uh, Firebird Raceway, so come check us out. We'd love to see you guys and uh, hang out with you. And uh, and we're going to be in the cheap seats, so you'll actually see us. No, we're going to be in the reserve plus. <laughs> well, we'll wear our shirts. Yeah. Maybe we'll have hats by then. I'm having Graham make us hats, embroider hats. We'll see how long that takes. Hey, we got some swag. We'll have some... Uh, March, we're going to be out at the Damage, Damage Inc. Uh, concert at uh, the something 44 uh, restaurant so in Glendale. So come check us out then. I'll post more, more details on our website. I've already posted the link. And uh, I would love to see you guys out there at Rock, seeing Rock Phoenix Live. We're going to celebrate heavy metal with Damage Inc., man. The coolest cover band of Metallica music. It's awesome. Yeah. That I didn't recognize the other bands that are going to play with them, but you probably do. But Damage Inc., we saw them once before a couple years ago. Really good. Yeah. Like, really, really good. Like, they, even the lead singer, he's like, everybody's saying, fuck yeah, James. And his name's not James. Yeah. <laughs> 
I just mean they're they're playing the part, you know? And you have to appreciate it because they're also spreading the word of Metallica, you know, the sound and all over. Who and who else can afford $20,000 for tickets to be some Metallica? I was going to say, you can't afford to go see Metallica at some uber expensive stadium, but guess what? This is just a small venue and, you know... I don't want to say anyone could afford it because that would be rude, but I mean it's much more affordable. And in my personal opinion, those smaller venues, they are personal. Intimate, yeah. Yeah, so intimate, but well, using the word is a little bit creepy, but yeah, you're close together and you can hear and you can see and you can walk around and see the side of them. Where when you're in a stadium, it's like, here's your seat. And we saw and the talk in a stadium. It was so loud. Yep. But I mean that's that's good too. But sometimes we've been at small venues where you're like, holy shit, this is loud. Also, red or it gets at Club hot. Red. It you hated hot. Club Red because it's Pigeon Alley. Yeah, they need to uh, do a little cleaning. I mean, uh, I'm like also a lot of cleaning. I'm fed up with um, what was it? Uh, the the uh, Tempe. What? The Marquee Theater. We went oh. to see Star Set there, and they were like, this is the last time we're going to let your son come upstairs where there's a bar and the seats are to see a concert. The it's only like, place where there's seats is upstairs. That's we not don't have a choice. Fair. Like, why are you guys going to diss me? And I'm paying for seats, but you won't let kids up there where the seats are. What kid wants to stand for four or five Do hours? you know what? I think they just said that because they really shouldn't. But even next year and the year after and the year after, if you ask special permission and they he asked to, you know, obviously not be able to drink. He has an underage, a minor He's wristband on. I mean, every other, like, yeah. even this. But this... no, lots of parents ditch their kids. Yeah, go off and go down on the floor and, and dance around. Right? The, we just have that's to the thing ours. is the kid goes downstairs. Now he's away from the bar. Yes. So why is it a big deal? So I want everybody in this cancel generation to cancel the Marquee <laughs> Theater. Anyway, um, uh, in 2024, we're going back to the moon. Artemis 2 will oh. put us back on the moon's orbit, and we haven't been there since 1972. Uh, Facebook, Facebook will turn 20 in 2024 think about that you've been on that phone for 20 years yeah (laughs) no not really because initially uh i don't think i did facebook on my phone didn't i do it on the computer i don't know i tried to avoid getting a smartphone i held off for as long as i possibly could because i'm old on top of that uh, amazon turns 30 yeah i don't care about that i hope their birthday cake burns the building down 30 years of, of shopping online, uh, Prime. 30 years of, uh, you know, really breaking me down. That's all I see. I take this personally. 30 years of people just literally taking a piece of me a little bit every day, all day long. Do you know what? I saw a couple reports. So we live in a very smaller town in North Phoenix. And we have one UPS store, and we take Amazon returns. We had two. Our little stinking store in small town North Phoenix does over 15,000 Amazon returns. Not December, because it's massive. It probably tripled. And not not January, because it's probably double or tripled also. And not one of you motherfuckers wants to use the (laughs) self-automated kiosk. Go over to the kiosk already. 
If you can order online, you can use a kiosk. But you guys are so scared and so afraid to do this. No. It's like you guys are babies. See, I, I kind of almost understand the kiosk. So there's three questions, and they come with pictures. How freaking hard can it be? But I, and you still do... I almost boycotted the self-checkout. Really, what's the difference? Self-checkout at the grocery store or self-checkout at the UPS store? I just want to talk to somebody. <laughs> People will stand in line and I'll say, hey, when we're super busy, hey, anybody have an Amazon return? You don't have to wait in line. You can go over to the kiosk. Nope, just want to talk to you guys. That's exactly what they say. They want. I said, why? I don't have enough things to do today? And then, ha, 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 we all laugh. No, I'm serious. I'm. It wasn't a joke, sir. Don't laugh at it. Uh, Jennifer Lopez and Green Day are going to release new music, and it's been more than 20 years for both of them that they've released a new album. Well, Jennifer Lopez, I really don't give two craps. Green Day is going on a tour this year. Uh, they're touring with Smashing Pumpkins. They said each night they're going to play either the whole set of Dookie or the whole set of American Idiot. Oh. I would go on the American Idiots. Well, it's kind of like the uh, yeah. Def Leppard, it's Molly Crew thing. You don't know who's going to be playing what. So right. you might get Dookie on yours. You might get American you Idiot on the other one. We've talked about this before. That Green Day concert, it was pretty freaking great. He's well, he just, wants to go. Oh, just, and they're going to play with Rancid and Linda Lindas. Oh, I love Rancid. So it's going to be Smashing Pumpkins, Rancid, and oh, Linda Lindas. I love Rancid even more than Green Day. I guess you're going to see Rock Phoenix Live you know at Billy, Green Day My only problem is Billy Joe. He's a big effing hypocrite. That's all. He's... Is, his politics are just ugh, no. He's allowed to be. We're he's Billy freaking Joe. To listen to you sing he's and a, play He's the a founder song. of punk. I mean, minus Blink One Eight Two. No, 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 no. He's the biggest rebel ever. Before he went to rehab, no. he went to Sid one of his. Vicious is one of the biggest rebel ever. Award ceremonies, and he was like, he told Justin Bieber to go fuck himself. He said, "I'm Billy freaking I, Joe. Nobody interrupts me while I'm speaking." I would tell Justin Bieber to go fuck himself too, but I'm just not in that place. Right. No, he's not the founder of punk rock. Um. Uh, oh, by the way, the Olympics have nothing to do with the leap year. The Olympics come every four years anyways, weirdo. Well, right, but that's what I'm saying. You always get the Summer Olympics with the February 29th. Really? Yeah. Summer Olympics. Oh. In February is the Summer Olympics. No. When you have a February oh, 29th, you also get a Summer Olympics. I was like, every four summer years. Summer is the summer time. Yeah, but it's every four years. Uh, that's what I'm saying. You know what? Yeah. Okay. That's a coincidence because they would still come every four years. Okay, that's fine. Move on. Sorry. Um, there's a new malaria vaccination. So <laughs> finally, we're going to fix this malaria outbreak. Oh, gosh, because it's so serious. Malaria everywhere. Well, and they're also going to do this thing where they're they're fixing mosquitoes to, uh, they're going to genetically modify mosquitoes to now go out and procreate and get rid of the malaria vaccine. Or get do rid you, of malaria. Do you know what? That is scary in itself because I don't think with this awful as those little bastard mosquitoes are that we need to be messing with any kind of genetics 
because something bad will go wrong, and then we'll have mutant mosquitoes. Well, it kills a lot of people, malaria. Well, yes, but not like it's not a modern day kind of thing. Like you don't really hear about malaria. You do hear about West Nile. Well, if we can go out there and cure that oh. from mosquitoes what, and malaria, why can't How we How about do? we just get rid of mosquitoes? No, There's mosquitoes are a vile part of the of the mm. uh, of the ecosystem. Mm. I mean, a lot of mm. bugs eat mosquitoes. Yeah, but there are other bugs. Animals can eat other bugs. They don't have to have mosquitoes. They're think, not going to starve well, because a mosquito goes away. Think about it like this: If you got rid of plankton, what would happen to all the hey, oceans? Hey, that's not what I'm saying. Plankton are not annoying. And yeah, they but don't they're small as mosquitoes. They suck your blood in multiple locations. How come? Wait genetically modify a mosquito to just come and suck your blood one time and then they could buzz away like a freaking bee right why don't they you sting do- you once they can't sting you again because their little stingers break off and then they buzz away why don't you do like the hot sauce commercial eat a bunch of hot eat eat a bunch of hot sauce and watch a mosquito suck your blood and then blow up Oof. there you go no they just should just do be a one and done one suck and then poof gone buzz away a lot of girls that should do the one suck thing. They can go to somewhere else and suck on their blood, but they can't keep hitting you over and over like your mosquito bites on your ankles. Yeah. It's excessive, is it not? When I was little, I had mosquito bites in my eyes, both eyes, not just one eye, so I couldn't see at all. All right. Too much. Uh, since COVID, car crash deaths keep going up and up, and they will continue in 2024. What does COVID have to do with car crashes? Since COVID, car crash deaths have been... <sighs> Why don't we just say Worse. since 2020 and not blame it on COVID? I don't know. Because people are poor drivers. Um, maybe there's other reasons that affected it, but I don't think it has anything to do with COVID. COVID is just a date now. It's a, it's a particular time frame. Pre-COVID, we've always said this, post-COVID. I don't know. Uh, 2024 will be 1.5 degrees Celsius hotter than it was before the previous year. Mm. So that's that global warming. Yep. Melting polar ice caps. Mexico is going to have the first woman president, which won't make a goddamn difference. You're still going to be as criminal as ever, and the cartel is still going to take over. The only difference is the cartel is going to be boning her. Okay, that Nicolas Cage movie that we just talked about, that retirement, whatever, what was it called again? The retirement. Retirement? Yeah. The woman that was in charge of the cartel... She was a woman. I mean, well, now we have a woman president in Mexico. And they kind of tricked us a little bit because I forget what her name was, but it was a man name like Oscar, but it wasn't. It was something else. And we're just all go through the movie assuming that Oscar's a man. No, Oscar's this gorgeous cartel, Richie, beautiful woman. So, I mean, but she's still corrupt. So, I just struggle with Mexico. My president is so gorgeous. She's so hot and sexy. Maybe they would listen to her, though, but she is probably going to be corrupt as well. Speeding on herpes. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, More people are taking Ozempic. And if you've read anything about Ozempic, it actually... Well, no, it actually curbs addiction to food, drinking, and smoking. This has companies concerned because now people aren't going to be drinking as much. They're not going to be smoking as much. They're not going to be eating eating as as much much. fast food. Well, that's a good thing because we all, those are bad habits. Well, yeah, but people are taking it to lose a couple pounds and they end up finding out that Ozempic is one of these things that actually helps your brain to stop 
uh, obsessing over. Are you promoting Ozempic on I'm not. People are concerned about it. It's oh, a huge man. thing. It's going to happen in 2024. It's got uh, it's got stock market people freaking out because you might not see more and more people buying cigarettes or buying fast food or buying alcohol. Well, it's we'll probably see. a good thing. It's not good that you're taking a prescription because there's always side effects. And liver disease. But it is a good thing that you're no longer fat with heart disease and, oh. you know, oh. lung cancer. Ozempic. And know. Sharon Osborne was probably like the first famous person that I know of that took it. She lost a lot of weight. She's actually terribly skinny as far as I'm concerned. She doesn't look so healthy. Anymore. Well, and that's what people are saying too, is that you're supposed to want food. You're supposed to want to drink water and drink sodas and stuff. It's part of your natural behavior. You're not supposed to want to drink soda. Yes, water. Obviously, we can't live without it. Uh, LA will be the next Detroit with uh, in and out leaving Oakland and a lot of other companies pulling out of LA like Target. Um, it's becoming a wasteland and there's crime is overriding uh, Los well, Angeles. It was, it's almost like organized because those people went in massive groups and raided Target. But then I don't think it, it's possibly planned. I don't know. I didn't really hear the reports on it. Like, did people like call their buddies and, okay, I'm going to go two o'clock. Let's all storm the doors and raid the place. I don't know. Because you was can't cash everybody. People were losing money hand over fist because of the fact that there were so many people going yeah. in, stealing items, and the security inside of the building. In a mob, though. Couldn't it, handle yeah, it. Yeah, right. no, of course you could. It was like, just duck it. and cover, let them do their thing and get the hell out. The thing you said about in and out, though, wasn't the same idea um it was that people in the drive-thrus or even sitting in the restaurant it was the crime outside yeah. people were getting robbed in their cars and stuff like that while they're waiting in the line and that's sick we why all you, know in and why out are you has, bastards doing that why are you ruining something so good and ruining other people's lives like if you have nothing else better to do than to ruin someone else's life you can go fuck yourself maybe they're starving Maybe because in these certain areas where these in and out burgers are having these people get s stuff stolen out of their cars and getting robbed or whatever, maybe they're starving. I need your freaking burger because I'm starving. And I also need your money, your wallet, because I need to, I'm starving. I well, need that to go fall, buy food. Then that falls back on the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, and he needs to do something about that. If these companies are pulling out and Californians are moving to other places like Arizona, you bastards, yeah. uh, and other countries like and other states like Texas, then you need to do something about that, Newsom, because instead of meeting with China and meeting with other countries, you need to do something about your own state. Maybe he's okay with people moving out because it's almost population control. It really it could is. Be. It was overpopulated to begin it with. It was overpopulated. Well, and everybody was just so... So in L.A. area, just like New York, it's such a small geographic area where the majority of the people live. And the, on top of that, L.A. or California is sinking or the, the water levels are rising. So, again, See, you're going to be floating a boat in Arizona. I think so. The water levels are rising. California is sinking because of global warming and melting ice caps is what you're suggesting. I think maybe they should be sinking because they're sucking all the water out of the water table. If they're sucking all the water out of the water table, they should be not sinking but rising. 
you should start desalinization on the ocean That's waters. What they should do. And you should save yourself. Instead, you're like, oh my God, the water levels are rising. What are we going to do? I don't know. Figure it out. So I would think somewhere along the coastline in the entire state of California, because it's pretty long top to bottom, it's not a small state, that there's got to be some space. And maybe it's already taken up by something that's kind of useless anyways, like maybe old factory, old production. To make that desalination, you need to do something. Yes, you will be taking water out of the ocean, but also not all of that water is going to be consumed. You're going to still put it back into the water table. People still will water their lawns and people still will wash cars and people still feed animals and water crops, right? So it is still going to go back into the table. Maybe not an equal amount, but when you're on the freaking ocean and you're running out of water, Duh. My dad told me years ago we went to Aruba, and Aruba is a really small island. Aruba, Jambuba, baby, <laughs> why do we go to Talk Bahama. about California. Um, and they have a massive desalination plant because that's where they get their water from. They only have whatever amount of rain, but you need more because people need to drink it and consume it and whatever else, right? right? You can't just be a dry, barren desert forever. All right, a few more things. We're going to get back to the music. Uh, Four-day work weeks might be implemented. They already are in certain companies. Um, That's because AI is taking over, and uh, we don't need as many employees, so we can have the the few employees that we do have don't have to work as much because we have AI to take over for the rest of it. Um, AI will also take over the work industry, um, and we can start to uh, start talking to animals through algorithms. So we can see animals and the way they behave and some of the, the <laughs> I guess, their, their their behavior their behavior and their call-outs or their, like if a dog yeah. barks, we can take that as, oh, he's hungry. And so now we can use AI to say, oh, my dog's hungry or this warthog wants to kill me or this lion wants to. Oh, it's kind of like. Love you. I was hiding under the porch when the dog from up has the necklace collar, on. Yeah, exactly. We put collars like a, on. Like a transmitter, and it translated whatever his bark and growl and whatever to speak. And that's the Frank 2024 things that will happen in 2024. Yay! Thank you, Nostradamus. <laughs> it's not Nostradamus, Mr. Boris. <laughs> Rock Phoenix Live. This is True Up, True Faith by New Order. I love this band. They kick ass. Rock Phoenix Lives.
They've done amazing stuff. And I tell you, what he's done on The Simpsons and every Johnny Depp movie, it's just insane. Yeah, Danny Elfman is what made Oingo Boingo amazing and and so popular. Danny Elfman has so much, I don't know, talent in his little fingernail. Do you know what I mean? Right, yep. Compared to so many people, like, there's some great bands, and you know what? The singer's great, and the guitarist is great, and the drummer's great, but sometimes somebody just stands out, and it would be him. I think Oingo Boingo, I think Danny Elfman. When you think of, like, Johnny Depp and Tim Burton in any Tim Burton movie, and the soundtrack in the beginning, like, even Edward Scissorhands, it's like, dun, 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 different things that have to take place in that song and to make it sound so good and Danny just does a great job at, at choreographing that yeah. and getting it to sound good I mean come on every Halloween we play Dead Man's Party that song yeah. still kicks ass and, and this Weird song Science yeah. that was totally popular obviously when the movie Weird Science came out but that was a popular movie but yeah he did he went on to I think it's funny. There's so many and the, the actors Simpsons. that are Come the on. clicks, you yeah. know? Yeah, and the symptom, Simpsons, everybody knows that. But there's so many actors that are clicked in with their with the movie producer, clicked in with the composers, and they all do the same thing. Let's make another one. Let's like make another John one. John Williams is, is clicked in with uh, Steven Spielberg, mm-hmm. and he did like Jurassic Park, E.T., yep. But he's more of a composer, not necessarily. I mean, Danny Elfman's a composer too. Don't get me wrong. But John Williams didn't have a rock band before he, uh, you yeah. know, went into like doing this stuff. Yeah, and they're from L.A. Oh I didn't yeah. Even realize that I like. I don't even know if I knew where they were from. I didn't th- even think are they East Coast or they West Coast. But I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. <coughs> Uh, so many of these new wave bands that we're playing, um, because new wave, you know, 
evolved from punk rock, which came from Europe, which came from England, right? So, so many of them are like, well, they were formed in, you know, Essex or London or whatever. I say Birmingham. it every I say it every time we do a new year, new you, new way podcast, or we do heavy metal. Everything stemmed from the new wave of British heavy metal. That's why we call it the new wave of British heavy metal. It was new wave, heavy metal, it was punk, it was combined, and then all of a sudden we slam it out into the 80s and it separates. It goes the new wave and then heavy metal. It doesn't become the new wave of British heavy metal. It's just new wave now and British heavy metal. Because I think the punk part went new wave, went, yep. went left or right or whatever. And then we get and thrash then the heavy metal. metal. Yeah, then we're talking and, rock. And that was like me- heavy metal with punk. So it was, it was, it was, um, it was like electronic music with punk, and then it was like heavy metal with punk, and they called it trash thrash metal. And then we called it New Wave. And it was... Both of them were, like, rebellious. Yeah. Know. What do you got, Jen? Oh, I was just writing nothing, really. I was writing down just Your alphabet? Things. ABCs? No. Writing with a pen on paper. Uh, all I did was write down New Order, True Fade, 1987. I don't really know... That's not my favorite New Order song. I don't really know very much about New Order, so... I, like- I was more stuck as soon as you play The Cure. I'm like, oh, I got to put my ears on. I feel like I need a drink. I want to so, dance around. Yeah, exactly. And, and let's talk about Robert Smith. So Robert Smith, he went up against Live Nation, and he was trying to get his ticket prices to come down because he was like, I'm fed up. There's no reason why people... You can't Taylor Swift us. Exactly. Really, because right. her tickets were thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars, and regular people couldn't ever go. They're... 11 year olds are into Taylor Swift too how come you can go and my kid can never afford a Taylor Swift concert exactly but I did find out I don't know much about Taylor Swift because I'm not into her she actually put her foot down as well I don't know if it was before Robert Smith after she jumped on the bandwagon maybe she started the bandwagon enough already she wasn't getting all the money for the ticket sale she was still getting whatever she agreed to to do her concert it did make her look bad and you know she was worried about her own reputation um Allison told me a little bit about it and I'd never heard that I know Robert Smith their side of it a little bit more he wanted to make everything affordable for everybody to yeah. see his you know go to his concert or listen to his music and that's what a bunch of bands they said no but I don't know whatever became about it. I heard about it initially when it started. We talked a few about years it. ago, and then I don't really know what the what was the result. We, Live Nation is still going to gouge and overprice, and they should. The government should have stepped in because I do believe they are monopoly. They, they bought are. up so many other small, and now they cover everything. So we own the venue, we own the tickets, the we food, own the, yeah, everything. everything. That's a problem. No we, wonder we they saw can that when uh, we were watching the uh, Woodstock '99 documentary. So Woodstock advisors, the guy who was the founder of Woodstock '69, wanted to do another Woodstock. He did '94. He also did '99, but instead of keeping the food budget to him, he subsidized it 
and then now they were in control of the food. So he he outsourced sub- it. Outsourced it. Okay, right, right. Yeah. He outsourced it to a company. They were like, now we're in control of the food prices. And instead of being like a, uh, this is a venue, this is a, a a festival. Yeah. And we're not trying to gouge anybody. We're trying to have a good time. It's all about the music. Yeah. It wasn't all about the music. I don't think that was the reason why the riots started. The riots started because people are effing insane. And oh no no, the riots the started because band. they treat people like shit. Well, well, right. No, but that I get it. But I don't think that is why. So we saw when I came in to watch that documentary with you. I kind of came right when Limp Bizkit was coming on. I didn't see the beginning Fred of it. Durst. They pumped everybody up to light shit on fire and let's break shit. And this song was called Break Stuff. Yeah, and you know what? That's fine if that's your song and that's what your that's what your lyrics say. But they they pushed people to actually break stuff and then they they literally did. And you said the food part of it, because yeah, you could see the menu. It was four dollars for a bottle of water. And by the end of it, it was like seven, seven, twelve dollars, twelve dollars a bottle of water. Yeah, yeah, and they didn't allow people to bring their own water in. There was no outside food or drink. But don't worry, because we'll have water filling stations, which all got broken and, and were contaminated, then contaminated um, with porta potties and just grossness in general. And people are pigs, and then. And I guess the um, who who was that that came in with the labs and tested up the water? But they like came in, they took water, like drinking water, not pee water. They took legit water samples from all of the sources, put them, brought them back to the lab, put them in their petri dishes, and every single one of them were contaminated. Yep. And the man said when he opened up the door to the incubator whatever the smell was just overwhelming with sewage yep and it was supposed to be drinking water and then they busted up all the pipes anyways and then the water got mixed with all sorts of other things but i mean it's it's we have the right to fresh water. Well, you know what I mean, not a, and not have to pay seventeen dollars. Right, it's and not for an you uncommon to tale. Scratch out the price on the menu and rewrite seventeen where it used to say four. You know, because when you treat us like demand. dirt and we see it, or when you treat us like, but we were bad. animals. Human beings just are disgusting yeah, animals right. quite often. So yes, they control. Girls were raped. Yeah. People were violated. Things were went horribly wrong. And we we went out of control. But they also like did some really stupid things. Like okay, well you can't have blow torches and you can't have lighters and you can't. Have, but we'll give you candles at the very and end. You can light to simulate your own gun control. Yeah, it was a candlelight vigil, which is really disgusting for Columbine. Again, it, it was happen. it was a venue that should never been put on. It was a, a concert that never should have been put on by the people in charge because the people in charge didn't have the trueness at heart. They had well, money I think at they heart. Under yeah, they wanted to make money, but I think they underestimated human nature. They said that the, the ninety four Woodstock nuts. didn't make any money at all. They lost hand over fist yeah but i don't know the bands that were in 1994 oh you had uh, metallica green day was there there was the mud tossers great yeah yeah they had lots of stuff i mean it was before limp biscuit you had cheryl Cheryl crow was there again um 
lot of lot of bands were at the 94 Woodstock. I remember having the album. My oh, friend Tim right. in California, he had the CD. It was a dual CD, yeah. and you know, a lot of bands were there, and Metallica was there, and like they lost hand over fist. Because again, this is a giant venue. This is this is this is something that you can't just put on lightly. But at the same time, moving forward in 2024, like you can't make people. How do I put it? You can't make people bend to your needs. We are going to revolt. If something is not right, we're going to revolt against it. Because in this generation, especially, like, just like our son, no, I'm not yeah. going to. And going forward, they're not going to do it. And if you force them to do it, they're going to revolt. Yeah. And get angry and break stuff and burn stuff down. Or exactly. Whatever. And music is just one of those things. And we've, we've seen it before where bands have control. And even though well, promoters say, get out there and tell them to calm down. Yeah. Get out. No. You can't tell Limp Biscuit Corn to calm down. They are who <laughs> they are. Right, but they made it worse. They could have still went out and sang all their songs and had such an amazing performance. And you take your clothes off and you, you know, show everybody your wiener. Weird, right? Okay, <laughs> fine. Yep. But I mean, that that's okay. But you still could have, when you saw a giant explosion off in the distance and a big fireball that is really going to hurt people and the fire truck can't get through, you could say, hey, guess what? Calm the fuck down for just a minute while so we don't all die. Yeah. I don't want to be burned up. So calm the fuck down, but they really didn't because then everyone would have went boo and threw water bottles at them. Who cares? They throw water bottles. You flip them off. You're a rebel anyways because you're some hardcore rocker, you know? Well, we I say, hey, do you want me to leave? Fine. No, we're going to stay, but we're going to, you know, come. Focus on us. Don't wreck shit. We had this movement. And they didn't. It was kind of an interesting movement. You had this thing where, like, bands or, like, singers were, like, throwing microphones at audience members when they were like shaming them yeah and they were hitting them and hurting them and then all of a sudden it transitioned into all of a sudden um more band members uh, and the rock and roll side of things were like hey stop in the concert this guy's injured let's get him some help then we'll continue the show Corey taylor from slipknot dave draymond from disturbed did that a lot of other members of other rock bands did this where they were like, hey, we see somebody's physically hurt and I'm not going to start a mosh pit if I see somebody in in, in hurt. Yeah. You know, I'm going to stop the show. Let's get the paramedics in there, get them out, and then let's start moshing yeah. again. Let's but do it let's again. not pretend like they don't exist anymore. And it didn't make him look like he's being a sissy boy. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't really... If that's your favorite band and that band just kicks ass and they're crazy, upbeat, whatever, they're true rocker, you're not going to, like, go, oh, yeah, you know what? You wasted 10 minutes of my time because I had to calm down. Well, you're probably higher than a kite. That's why you struggled with the yep. controlling just for five minutes, you know? And the band wasn't going to leave the stage. During Woodstock, they left couple of those bands, okay, we're out because not only are you throwing mud at us, haha, it can be washed Jewel. off. Right? Jewel, she had a cancel. Barbara but said. I mean, they're like pegging them off with whatever and then sheets of plywood. I'm like, come on. Yeah. Like, that could really hurt somebody for real. I would love to know the uh, their statistics on injuries. 
We can Google it. Chat GTP. I think they would have kept it all on the lowdown anyways. Speaking of Chat GTP. 2024. Chat GPT5, baby. Is it free? Because <laughs> I'm cheap. I don't know. Rock Phoenix Live, don't you forget about me.
We're getting ready to leave for this episode. You guys have spent three hours with us. Thank you so very, very much. We appreciate it. Um, I would like in 2024 for you guys to email us. R-O-C-K-P-H-X-L-I-V-E at gmail.com. It's not that hard. There's no spam involved. There's no automated messages. It's just simply, hey, you send an email talking about the show. I fire one back and we connect. Tell her to it. You could throw in um, some, what am I trying to say? Not dedications. Like, what do you want us to play? What do you want us to talk about? Requests. Requests. I couldn't think of the word. I'm like, dedication? No. You could do a dedication. You I'd have like really to nice legs. dedicate this song to Jen's legs. Oh, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so I want to, I wrote down some notes this time. I kind of slacked on the last one. So I really, really like Simple Minds. I think they're just a lot of fun. And of course, you wrote, or you played Don't You Forget About Me, which is from The Breakfast Club. Because there's no other song that. on ASCAP or BMI. Really? Because my favorite song from Simple Minds is Alive and Kicking. And it really was a huge, huge hit. It peaked like number five in the top hot 100 charts or whatever. I didn't know that song. Well, because you need to hear it, and then you'll go, oh, I know that song. But anyways, um, Don't You Forget About Me was a great song. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to, you know, understate it. But it was only really made popular because of The Breakfast Club. Right, exactly. Which was another John Hughes film, which you you said earlier. But they're they're a Scottish band, which is kind of cool because we have all this English, English, English. We had one or two um, American or U.S. one, but now we got a Scottish band, so that was pretty cool. What is that other band that's Scottish? Uh, When I wake up and I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who's waking up next to you. Uh, The Proclaimers. Yep, the Proclaimers, yeah. I was thinking we had a conversation and you had thought that ACDC was Scottish and they're from Australia. That's right. That's just weird. Weird, right? They are the gropiest, disgusting, sexist band ever. (laughs) I love them. And if anybody likes their music and doesn't know that, well, (laughs) you don't know them. Uh, You heard it here. Um, Speaking of Scotland, though, like I always assumed that the Eurythmics, you just played the Eurythmics just now. Lennox, yep. I assume she's English. She's not. She's Scottish. Dave, however, Dave Stewart, he is English. And the two of them, you know, I guess they dated, then they formed the band. And they had such amazing chemistry. Like, even though they, they weren't kissing, I don't mean it like that, or touching each other, you could just tell they just were comfortable with each other. I thought there was a lot of chemistry. And everyone always says, like, oh, were they married? They never married. Um, they released eight albums together, sold over, it's approximate, of course, 75 million records. Wow. Like they, and they were together for years. Like, they started in 1980, straight through 1990. I think the reason why I read that they broke up is touring is so stressful. And you know what? You're going to have disagreements, and you're going to get on each other's cases, whatever. And then their, their years active, however, it said 80 to 90. 99 to 2005, 2014, 2019, 
2022. What happened in between? I'm not exactly really sure. It's like a relationship on and off, on and off. Oh, on and off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But they were inducted into UK has their own Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. My Canada They does. were inducted Nickelback. to ours in um, 2022. Nice. Well deserved. Yeah. You know, I really would like to focus on more awards. Like a lot of these people, not only are they artists musicians they're philanthropists or whatever they do some great things they they have charities and they donate shit tons of money but i mean for them to get inducted i think maybe next time i'll focus on like who has been given the credit that they deserve yeah agreed and if there's the canadian rock and roll hall of fame and there's a uk hall of fame and there's a u.s hall of fame that's pretty cool either way you know it's like the hollywood stars you get your your handprint or your star with your name on it or whatever but after 50 years poor Anna Lennox and and Dave Stewart um, they said that their relationship is is just more like mutual regard Uh, as Dave Stewart and Annie Lennox friends their relationship is mutual regard for they're not dating but they're just they don't even sound friendly. Mutual regard doesn't sound like... When you're with like, somebody for that long, on the road, touring... But that's and- the point. You'd either love them or hate them, which are super strong emotions. But uh, we just have a mutual regard well, it was for like, each other. Well, uh, it was like Jason Newstead from Metallica, the bass player. He was like, when uh, when James Hetfield went to go into rehab, and they're all fighting, and they can't get along, and all this stuff's happening, he's like, we're freaking Metallica. And we can't do this? We sell every single stadium, every single show. Everything we do turns to gold. And we can't fix this? Yeah. I'm out. I'm done. Truly, we could do anything. But he was frustrated because some people don't think that other things or people are worth fighting for. Well, and that, well no, and you know? I don't think and it was that. Gave up I don't think it was that as much as it was um, they made that some kind of monster video and it was like, let's put our drama out for everybody to see. And Jason Newstead was like, no, we're Metallica. We don't sell out because of drama. We are the metal. Yeah, but and when he was you, like, no, we're not going to stand for this. This is stupid. But when you hear hit songs, quite often they're hits because it came from their personal experience, their emotions. Right. That's what made it amazing because it was just you could feel that this is heartbreak or this is love and excitement or you could feel that because it's their own personal experience they lived through that and crawled up to the top and reborn or whatever you know what i mean well and that's what he didn't understand is now metallica is bigger than ever they did a really huge tour and um you know james hetfield's sobriety has led other musicians in the industry to become sober too like the lead singer of five finger death punch he's sober like a lot of band members are getting sober because they're like you know you can still rock without being drunk or high or, or if you're good you can yeah exactly. because some yeah. people unfortunately Volbeat never participated in any of this bullshit, and they were always awesome, but nobody gave them its credit as as other bands. Right. Well, they're also new, too. Medellic has been around for an awful long time. Volbeat's been around for a long time. We saw them, what, yeah, not 10 years the ago? Same. Do you think? Yeah. 10? I don't know. Anyway. So, you played The Police. I love that song. I used to listen to that song Message while walking home. 
from school. Uh, message in a bottle. Don't stand so close to me. Every that breath you take. That is my song. I was waiting for you. Everybody knows every breath you take. God, that was a popular song. Mind-blowingly popular song. I get it. But don't stand so close to me. Those lyrics, it's pretty creepy, you know. The teacher and the car's warm and dry. I was like, oh, my gosh. I think I know what they're doing in the car. Well, right? the thing about... Uh, message in a bottle was the drum techniques it's like it was like the dynamics in the song were really cool that's why i picked it so yes they are an english rock band formed in the appropriate time frame for new wave 1977 and then they're together for like till 1984 and then sting went and did his little solo that says this isn't me or you saying this um it's the internet <laughs> It said they emerging from the era of British New Wave, which you just talked about. They played a style of rock that was influenced by punk. And then I guess that's why, now this is me, that they're, I guess that's why they're categorized as New Wave or post-punk or pop-punk. You know what I mean? I, Yeah, post-punk because New Wave came after punk. Like, yeah. Pre, post, whatever. I think it's all really quite silly. But when I think of the police, I would never consider them new way. But they fall into all the right time frame and category. Well, just like Billy Idol. I mean, it was. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but he's got you know, like I said, Steve Stevens is, is an amazing things. guitarist. Yeah, so, yeah. and that was definitely some pretty heavy heavy rock there and then you just played the thompson twins and that is not my favorite song but the thompson twins have so many just fun fun songs um and they're kooky you know you watch their videos they have crazy hair and they wear overalls or whatever uh but guess what fun fact the thompson twins are not actually twins agreed <laughs> nor are they triplets because there was three of them in the band they um they came up with that name because there was some bumbly detective show called, you know, Thompson and Thompson or something silly like that. But we don't know it because we're not as old as them, nor are we English. But you got to get your name from somewhere. Like Echo and the Bunnymen? That's the dumbest name ever, right? So I looked up why did they call their band Echo and the Bunnymen? Oh, because some friend of theirs was just naming off these weird, random, stupid, funny names. Oh, you should call yourselves blah, blah, blah. That's how they came up. It means nothing. Right. Well, what does an echo have to do with bunnymen? And what exactly are bunnymen? That's all. It's weird. I don't know. It's where bands <laughs> do their thing. It's weird. Weird names. Rock Phoenix Live. Soft Cell, Tainted Love.
of our weekend how about you guys out there you gonna enjoy the rest of 2024 oh i hope you do because 2024 is gonna offer a lot of stuff and i was saving it to the very end but early to mid 2024 we may find out that aliens are real <laughs> but who knows i'm gonna hold you to that i hope a lot of people are gonna hold me to that because it's really strange and there's been a lot of documentaries. TMZ did one. There's all kinds of stuff out there. Who knows? I don't want to get into it. There's just so much. You do want to get into I it. I told you, get don't it. get into it, Frank. I'm not getting into it. Don't go there. Our next uh, episode of Rock Phoenix Live is going to be on this season five. Movies. We've got a great episode coming up about movies. We're going to do some Jurassic Park songs. We got Rock Dog. Rock Dog? You're like, Rock Dog? We got songs from planes, cars, all these great movies that are out there. And these songs go unrecognized. The only time you ever hear them is when you're watching the movie. Well, we're going to play them for you so you can hear them all the time on our episodes of uh, movies coming up soon on Rock And Live. I do love my themes. I'm all about themes. That's right. Every party, there's a theme. Every podcast, there's a theme. And if there's not a theme, that's way too sporadic. Then and I can't Leon, handle it. Then it's my son and I that do it. Yeah, I can't handle random. 24 random late totally night. weirds me out. Yeah. The last one that me and my son did, we it was kind of weird. I had to delete that and get rid of it because I didn't have the songs written down for it. So anyway, it was a great time. See? But I Themes and planning and notation and screenshots and actual facts are good. Yeah, it's I a had, good thing. I had a good time tonight. This was a great episode. Three hours with you guys. It was fantastic. We got lots of information out there for you guys. And uh, a lot of good music, too. We actually did do random, but I participated in. It was when Josh and Ty were just recently over. Oh, man. Because we had a theme, don't get me wrong. And those two are just, they've been friends for, I don't even know. I told him. They feed off of each other, and it's hilarious, and it's amazing. Their chemistry. But... It, that was our, our random because we were all like blah, 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 blah. We talked over each other. We all had different. It was kind of around the same, you know, That was concept, our television but, episode. Oh, we had TVs, Airwolf. Yeah, we were random, man. VR, yeah. I mean, Stanford and Sons. Yeah. You name it. We had all the music from all the great TV shows. Yep. But those guys, they are so tight-knit. But the and I told Josh, I'm like, listen, if you're going to do a show, let me know and we'll just make it around you guys because yeah. you guys are the show. You guys, And, and I think I won't even speak at all and we'll just let them because they're funny. Yeah. And they're, everything is smooth. It transitions to the next one or, oh, 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 remember, and that guy knew this guy and they came to, uh, whatever, you know, yeah. they have all this, this facts and funny stuff, whether the facts are true or wrong, like the fact checker. It was, you know, just saying. It was still entertaining. We just believe it all. Remember, guys, we're going to hope to see you at the uh, Damage Inc. show. Um, we're going to be at the drag races uh, in April. 
and uh, we want to hope to see you guys around town and uh, we're gonna be doing some stuff uh, in 2024 just like I hope you guys are gonna be doing some stuff in 2024 so we'll see where things lay out and uh, I hope everybody has a blessed 2024 we'll see you on the next episode and uh, thank you for listening to season 5 the first episode of Rock Phoenix Live hope you have a great one thanks for listening good night everybody this is in excess need you tonight because I need you guys